And with that reading, God's people said, Amen. Amen. We can go home. <laughs> he liked that idea. Let's spend a, a, a little more time uh, centered in God's word uh, this morning. As soon as I get my dexterity and uh, the clicker figured out. It's good to come into the house of the Lord to worship him. I have often thought of long ways to describe God. You know, those descriptions that run in sentences, paragraphs, and pages. And then single words to describe God. We've been looking at single words and using some text in images. For those of you who like to hear descriptions of God through song, you like to do it through the audio piece. Some of you are visual learners, and so we're kind of varying things as we worship together. Our message today is simply entitled, Unlimited. Unlimited. What do you think of when you hear the word unlimited? Oh, we use it in so many different ways. I have a cell telephone that has unlimited minutes. You probably have one too. Really? Unlimited? 60 minutes an hour, 24 hours a day, 30 days in a month. You've hit your limit, haven't you? <laughs> unlimited mileage, unlimited this, implies that there's just no limit. But is that really descriptive of God? Want to look for just a couple of minutes at a few images that just illustrate some facets of unlimited. The image you see behind me is a, a picture of a rainbow, the ocean, the trees. It's a beautiful picture. We learn often through visual images. How does that image speak to you of God's unlimited abilities? You see in the, in the rainbow, the unlimited amount of color, the variation. Do you see in the ocean, the vastness, the unlimited capabilities of God create, God's creation? Let me ask you a question just to get an idea, a scope of what that little word unlimited means. For those of you who are into counting, how many drops are in the ocean? How many drops of water? Just looking at that picture, how many leaves are on that tree? Would you say, almost unlimited, if not in this forest, in another forest. Oh, and there's, you didn't see, you didn't see this bird in that picture, did you, until we zoomed in. And since my wife names every bird that ever flies in our backyard, when she wakes up in the morning, they come and she says, there's Charlie, there's Andy, this one that you didn't see, I named eternity. You know why? 
because I believe it describes an aspected aspect of unlimited time in which God exists. You see, this bird that you see, if it takes one grain of sand from the beach and flies halfway around the world and drops that grain of sand and flies back all the way halfway around the world again in real bird time, picks up another grain of sand from that beach and takes care of all of the, all of the sand on the beach one grain at a, at a time from San Diego all the way through Northern California to take all the sand off all the beaches when it gets done, that's one second in eternity. Can you open up your mind to what unlimited time really is? Eternity. We think in terms of eternity as lengths of time that only God can experience. And it's true, but we get a glimpse of it every, ever so often when we stop and think about God in terms of unlimited. The next image is an image that some of you may recognize. It's from Santa Domingo. I went on a mission trip down there a number of years ago. What has that got to do with unlimited? You'll see momentarily. For you see, this is the current picture of the capital. During the mission trip, we ate breakfast for the five days. It consisted very humbly, usually of a few pieces of fruit, appropriate nutrition. And then we'd go off and work on the build the church in a week campaign that we were participating in. Now, on the last day of that week, I believe it was Friday afternoon, they took us back into the Capitol, and they, they said, over here, we want to reward you for being good missionaries. If you have $275, you can stay in the Pink Flamingo Hotel. Well, it was slightly out of my reach at that point in time. But they said, if you don't have $275 for $27, you can stay for the hours from two to four and have lunch at the Flamingo, their Sunday buffet. So those who had made reservations stayed Saturday night. And for the rest of us, we went in for the Sunday buffet. Now the Sunday buffet was slightly larger than what our breakfast was. You got the idea so far? Yeah. So here was a picture of the Sunday buffet. Now that was just part of it because there were about eight tables like that. That's what I call unlimited. Are you with me? Now if you have to choose, if you have to choose, which one would you choose? I'm not saying which one is best for you. I'm just saying, which do you like more? I like the unlimited. All you can eat and a little bit more in moderation. And when you think you're full, you go out for a little walk. And since those eight tables of food are unguarded, 
and there's nobody at the door, you come back an hour later and you go to the three tables of dessert. I have never seen so much food in my life. Gives new meaning to unlimited. Now, if you haven't been to one of our church potlucks, you want to be there. You will find great food. And if you go last in line, it indeed is unlimited to you. If you're first in my line, just remember there are those coming behind you. Oh, unlimited. God's creative ability is just amazing to me. We looked at that, that rainbow. We looked at the, the sands on the beach, the water in the ocean. We looked at time, but his creative ability is amazing. How does he make us all so different and all so alike and all so varied and all so representative of him, unlimited? Which one of these individuals will be the next senator? Which one will be the next missionary? Which one will be sitting in church next to you next week? Lonely looking to meet somebody unlimited. He's going to bring them. You've seen them on the job. Strangers, once unlimited in the Santa Clarita Valley, 200,000 people, more than I can count in one day, two days, three days, all around us, longing, longing to have a closer relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? amen? Maybe not knowing it now, unlimited, in the pew today is our desire to get to know them. Oops, what about that group? Well, the, the number on there is probably incorrect. Which one is it this year? 54, 50 what? 51. Okay, at least one or two people uh, recognize that. 50,000 plus, 70,000 plus people gathering in limited time and space, all focusing on that little thing that moves up and down. The game that's not measured in yards and tens of yards, but measured in inches. All focused. Millions of people watching unlimited amount of people, unlimited there. Wait until God takes hold and brings them into a worship experience. Are we ready? Worshiping the Lord in amazing ways that our minds just begin to stretch to comprehend. Have you ever drawn limits on your own life? It works something like this. I can't do that because. And here's the reasons why, God, I can't do that. I can't become that because. You want me to? I don't know that I can. Huh. Have you ever heard that quietness in heaven? as God is just patient with you, 
And as he just is patient and allows you to have those conversations. And what's the word that comes into my mind? Unlimited. Do we limit ourselves by the way that we think? If only I had the ability like Mary, like Andy, if only I could sing, if only I wasn't shy like Pastor Rothler. I'd be able to talk to people about Christ. Or I don't know the Bible well enough. I'm not sure what people will think of me. Will they think that all I am is a Jesus freak? Huh. I wonder as God looks down and says, you were created in my image with unlimited, unlimited influence to use that I'm giving you to connect people with me. You know that person sitting to the right of you? They have unlimited, unlimited ability. The person sitting to the left of you, they do too. And the person sitting in the pew you're sitting in and the seat you're sitting in has unlimited ability. Do you believe it, friends? Okay, let's get going. Last week, we looked at worship. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. And worship consists in bringing our best of our means, our abilities to God and worshiping him. So we're going to Colossians, Colossians 2. For in Christ, we find the unlimited resources that Christ wants to give us. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. There are certain words that speak of unlimited. Those words are every, all, complete, fullness. I like those words. Because when I read them in the scripture, when it says all, I just picture this huge blanket going out as if there's no place you can go to get away from it. I like that imagery of God because when he wants us to do something, when he wants us to become something, there is nothing that can stop us. It is unlimited, not through our power, our ability, our doing, our positive thinking. No, 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 no. You can't have all the positive thinking in the world. You can pay the psychiatrist tens of thousands of dollars to tell you how to do it. And let me tell you how to do it in just a few moments. You take some quiet time and you work it out with Christ. And from the throne of heaven into your life, the Spirit of God goes faster than the speed of this sound into your heart and life. Does it mean that life gets instantly better? In a sense, yes, because there is that assurance. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ, you have been brought to fullness he is the head over every power and authority. And the church said? Amen. Okay, we got a ways to go. 
<laughs> Unlimited. It's a small word. And as Paul was writing to the Colossians, although he probably never visited them in person, consider he's writing to the people in Santa Clarita in this church. We always thank God, the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, unlimited in our prayer. We pray for you because we've heard of your faith, unlimited faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all of God's people, unlimited love. Wouldn't you like to be in a place where that was fully manifested? You're here, you're present, you're the people. He's calling to make manifest that type of love, the faith and love that spring up from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. Wow! Fully embracing all of what that means. Unlimited prayer, unlimited faith, unlimited love. In heaven, that message comes to you today that embracing it, you have Christ present in your life. And if he is for you, what powers on earth what powers from hell can prevail? That is the unlimited power that Christ gives us. It is that ability to grow and bear fruit as we walk with the Lord. In the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing through the whole world, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understand or understood God's grace. Do you like how God works very gently with us? We say, Lord, come into our life. Okay, Lord, I'm going to give you a little corner of my life. That's working out all right. I'll give you Tuesday. I'll give you Thursday. And if that works out all right, I'll add Friday the next week, and I'll add Monday. Pretty soon I'll give you all five days of my life. I'll give you my spiritual meditation when I'm at home, and when I'm at work, I'll try to try to have some influence. And as that grows, he's ever so patient as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace, unlimited grace. I begin only ever so slightly to understand what that means. Not cheap grace, not grace that is not appreciated, but grace that is applied, grace that comes from the throne of God and says, your sins, pastor, are forgiven. Go and sin no more. Your sins are forgiven. Share that joyous experience with somebody else. You're not perfect today. You weren't perfect yesterday. You were only fooling yourself. You're probably not going to be perfect today. And tomorrow, well, just leave that in my hands. Coming from the throne of grace. On limited grace and favor. Have you experienced it? Do you like that little word called unlimited? It's unlimited, not because it comes from within, but it comes from without, and it is a gift. <clears throat> it is the gift of God to each one of us. Can you say amen? amen? You've learned it. Our dear fellow servant, who was a faithful minister of Christ 
on our behalf and who also told us of your love in Christ. Now, I just went forward or backwards. Give me just a half a second by way of review. All right. In Christ, we're bearing fruit. Uh, for this reason, since the day we've heard about you, we continually ask God to fill you with knowledge of his will, all wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, unlimited, that we might, going down to verse 10, that we might please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge, being strengthened with all power according to the glorious might, so that you might have great endurance. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his son he loves, in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. Do you catch the ark here? of unlimited forgiveness, unlimited power, unlimited spirit to walk according to his ways. For in him, it's interesting to me, that while Christ walked on this earth, during his life and shortly thereafter, there were those who did not acknowledge him. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things. In him all things, what? Hold together. Did you catch that? Unlimited. Nothing was created that was created. Now, maybe that went by you real quick and it'll catch up with you Thursday. The question is not, did Christ create things? Who existed and who brought all of this into existence is Christ. Unlimited. That means the person sitting next to you was created to serve Christ. That means the person sitting in your pew, in your seat, was created likewise. It's not a question of if or how, for he has just proclaimed it as truth. We're reconciled to Christ in an unlimited reconciliation. For God was pleased to have all of his fullness dwell in him, to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Is there anyone that is so far from Christ today that they are beyond the reach of Christ is there anyone that feels today, I've been a Christian, you know, 40 or 50 years, Pastor, and I just haven't figured it out. It's not a bad place to be, to realize that we need Christ moment by moment. But we've been reconciled to him, not because of what we've done, but because of what he has done on the cross. And that is unlimited reconciliation that took place on the cross and brings us peace. Peace that comes from the throne of grace, reconciled by Christ. Once you were alienated from God, you were enemies in your minds and your evil behavior. 
But now, by Christ's physical body through death, to present you holy in his sight, without blemish, and free from my accusation. How are you going to stand before the throne of Christ? In your own self-righteousness, in something you've done, how is it? It's through the unlimited power of grace. It's not what God thinks about you. It's what God thinks about Christ's death on the cross for your sin. That has unlimited power of forgiveness and reconciliation. I don't know about you, friends. Every once in a while, I just don't know how I do it. I get crosswise with myself and occasionally somebody else. You can listen in. I'm only talking to myself right now. You ever get crosswise with somebody? Don't say it out loud. You probably have. It's easy to do, isn't it? And it's sometimes a hard thing to work out. But when God takes me to his, to his woodshed, above the door's mercy and grace, he invites me in and he starts applying the who do you think you are conversation. Do you know how that works? Like, wait a minute. Who do you think you are, God? Who do you think forgave your sins, you or me? Now, wait a minute. If I've reconciled you, who do you think I've also been reconciled to? And how is it and why is it if I'm giving you unlimited grace and unlimited reconciliation, who are you? not to be reconciled with your brother or sister in Christ. I don't like it when he does that to me. But I like it at the same time because it causes me to grow. How about you? You can think back. Hmm. I was right and they were wrong. And that brings so much satisfaction until God slaps you upside the head and says, you better think about that again. Because that person you're looking at is my son or daughter, adopted sonship. That makes him a son and daughter. And you're my son and daughter. And Christ died on the cross for both of you. How is it if he was willing to do that? You can't figure out that reconciliation piece. It's a hard piece at times. If you've been listening to me as I've worked on it, it's a hard piece at times. The only hope is that grace that comes, what's the word? Unlimited into our lives that allows us to see ourselves in the way that Christ sees us. So for in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ, you've been brought to the fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. He is the one we proclaim, admonishing, teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we might present everyone mature in Christ. To this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in who? 
in me. So let me ask you, if Christ is working in you, which is in me and in you, is that power just a little power? Lord, bless me. Change me. I'm working so hard. Or is that power unlimited? All of the power of heaven comes to us as we go to Christ with our every need. It doesn't matter what you have faced this week. Troubles on the job, health issues, reconciliation issues, issues of overcoming anxiety. As we come to Christ, he says, to this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy of Christ so powerfully works in me in an unlimited form and fashion. So many verses of scripture. But when you think about God, when you see that rainbow, all the colors, when you look at the leaves on the tree, unlimited number, if I remember correct, the world says God doesn't give a rip about you. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And I read in the Bible, he has the very hairs of our head numbered. Now, for some of you, that's more numbers than others. I read a statistic, 150,000 hairs, 5 million other on the typical body. 5 million. Now, it's not 5 million on you. It's 5,263,000 on some of you. 5,400,000 on another, and on another, 4,284,000. And he knows the number of hair on your head. He knows all about you. There isn't a care he doesn't know. He has the unlimited capabilities to take all of those prayers and hear them all at once. He has his spirit that comes in an unlimited form to you, to strengthen you, to give you power, to give you courage, to give you hope as you unlimited as you in an unlimited way pray to him that your growth might be unlimited in him and thereby professing and living for Christ in an unlimited way that will draw others to the foot of the cross. Don't limit that which is unlimited. Let's pray. Father, we just, we just begin to scratch the surface in understanding what goodness and grace and mercy and prayer and victory over temptation and sharing our faith is all about. We just begin to scratch the surface on that little word unlimited because we limit ourselves because of our past, because of our present, because of our anxiety of the future. But Father, you gave 
the gift of your only begotten Son in the most amazing unlimited way as he gave himself a sacrifice on the cross. So we come to be reconciled. So we come to be renewed. We come to be empowered that we might be unlimited examples for you living out our full unlimited potential as you have created us for. We ask that you would empower us and carry us through another week as we serve you in Christ's precious name.